You're listening to the Entrepreneur Accelerator Podcast. This is your host, Reem Kharbat, and I'm super excited because it's that time of the year again. Time for family, friends, and of course, holiday wishes. So from my small family to all of you out there, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. In this special episode, I have my guest, Blake Nubar. Blake has generated over $10 million in sales and helped thousands of entrepreneurs launch a successful funnel online. He worked with sharks from the ABC's TV series, Shark Tank, along with HGTV stars. And in this episode, we'll be talking about the common mistakes that entrepreneurs make and how to avoid them, as well as Blake's number one advice on how to accelerate your business success. So if you haven't got the chance to listen to the previous episode with Blake during the launch of the podcast, I advise you to go and listen to it and make sure to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review and let me know what you think. So without further ado, let's go ahead and welcome our special guest, Blake Nubar. One more time. Happy holidays. Enjoy. you are in life right now or where it is you want to go but if you are a curious soul like me I know this about you you are searching for greatness in life you desire financial freedom and you ask yourself daily how you can master success in business without wasting years of your life on this show we are going to interview all the leading experts and influencers in the fields of marketing, mindset, and sales to expose all the tips and tricks you need to accelerate your business and amplify your success. My name is Reem Kharbat, and this is the Entrepreneur Accelerator. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Entrepreneur Accelerator. This is your host, Reem Kharbat, and in this episode, first, I would like to thank all of you because as entrepreneurs, we tend to have an extremely tight schedule. We don't have the time to read. We don't have the time to listen to podcasts. So for you being here with me, that means the world to me. And I hope that this show will at least give you one aha moment where you will learn, listen, and get inspired from the best players in the market, the impactful players in the market. And if you remember in the previous episode, I have a very special guest, Blake Nubar, the legend of the sales funnels in the in the marketing world. If you haven't listened to the launching episode, I advise all of you to go back and listen to it. We talked about interesting stuff, but in this episode, it's going to be a whole new level of as you say it in English, golden nuggets. <laughs> so be prepared. Yeah. So thank you, Blake, for being uh, here with me again in the show. It means so much to me to have you here. I hope you're doing well and um, welcome again to the Entrepreneur Accelerator. I appreciate it. The pleasure is all mine. Thanks for having me. Thank you. So again, just to start, for those who haven't listened to the previous episode, for those who don't know who's Blake Nubar. Where where are you from? How did you grow up? And what are you what are you doing uh, these days? 
So yeah, I would just class myself as just your digital marketer, right? My job is to help people generate leads and make sales online with their products and services. So people come to me and they're like, Blake, listen, I have this cool thing. I want to sell it. And it's my responsibility, my responsibility to design the campaign that is going to achieve an end result or an end goal that they're looking for with whatever it is that they're trying to do. And that is what I do each and every day. Why do people call you a legend in sales funnels? What really made you special in that field? That's a good question, right? I'm not, I'm not this self-proclaimed legend, right? Or, you know, I wouldn't even know of how many people really consider me that. I just, each and every day I wake up and I just strive to be the best at what I do. I'm a very competitive person. I, I don't like to go in on something at, at like halfway. I like to just go all in. I have this, this addictive personality where it's either all or nothing. And I would say that a big reason behind that is probably just like my, my addiction and love for sales funnels and what I've been able to do with them. I've been able to help clients achieve, you know, insane results with them. I've been able to help clients generate a ton of money, ton of leads, whatever it might be. And because I do it each and every day, I, I think that I've, I've effectively positioned myself in this space to an extent where people know, know me when it comes to sales funnels. So that's, yeah, that's probably the, the main reason behind it. I heard that you had a funny story on how you got into this world, into the sales funnels world. What, what, what was it? Yeah, so I was, uh, I was actually working, I was working for a nine, I was working a nine to five, right? Your traditional route that a lot of people go through. And it was for a fitness company. Basically, our job was to teach people how to become personal trainers. And we were working on this project. There was this awesome project. It was like this entire training certification. Like think of it as like an online course and we bring people through it to, to teach them. And when we get done with this thing, right, I'm like operations at the time. I'm not even digital, nothing marketing at all. We get done with this thing and we hand it over to the marketing department. And we're like, all right, guys, you're up, go start selling it. And they just couldn't sell it. Like we spent so much time, so much energy, so much effort. There's sure there's a million things we could have done differently, mm -hmm. but like, when we went to hand it off, they couldn't sell it. And it was at this moment where it's just like, we just worked so hard on this thing. And now it's just dying this slow, miserable death because we don't, they didn't know how to market it. I didn't know how to market at the time. Like, like I had zero clue. And I just remember day after day would go by and like nothing would happen. Nothing would change. So out of pure frustration, I remember one night I went home and I was just, just hanging out. It was like three in the morning, couldn't sleep, was at the office all day, all night. And I see this ad pop up on my Facebook and it's this guy named Russell Brunson. I had no idea who he was. And I click on it. It's weird. It's, it, I'll never forget the name of the ad. The name of the ad was called weird marketing, weird marketing experiments to increase traffic conversions and sales online. And I click this thing and Russell is just going crazy. Like so much energy explaining what a funnel is. Like he's in his house and we go down to like his, his base. He's just, just crazy thing. And he's like it, this moment, came over me where he like completely sucked me into his ecosystem, into this funnel, into this world of funnels. And I was like, this is how we're going to sell. This is how we're going to sell what we've been working on. So I remember I go into the office, I pulled like an all nighter, go into the office and I start sketching out this funnel, like on a board and the employees are coming in. They're like, Blake, what are you doing? And I'm just like, <laughs> like, I know how we're going to sell it. We're going to, we're going to use a sales funnel. And they're like, all right, fine. Like, like it's on you now. Good luck. Like, yeah. yeah yeah, basically that's what it was. I was like, I'll take it. Let's, let's, we, nothing could have been worse than what was happening. And I remember I just started sketching out this funnel and I called up one of our partners who was like the face of the course. And I'm like, hey man, listen, I need you to make a webinar. He's like, yeah, sure. What do I do? I was like, we'll send you over a script, right? And this is like me going through like the perfect webinar training my first time. Create this script, send it over to him. 
he records this webinar, he sends it back, and we throw it into my first funnel ever, which was a webinar funnel. And I go to the marketing department. I'm like, all right, guys, start driving traffic to this. Well, they start driving traffic, and next thing you know, people start opting in, and then people start actually showing up for this webinar. And he's, he's pitching this webinar and it's, it's an automated webinar, right? Like I, we didn't do the whole live thing. I just, once again, barely knew what I was doing. And, uh, he pitches this webinar and we get to the part where the offer happens and we drop the offer and five minutes go by, no sales, 10 minutes, no sales, 20, 30, 40 minutes, webinar ends and not a single person purchased. Oh my I remember God. I was just like, Oh, it's completely defeating, right? It's like we spent so much time on this course and failed. And then now we spent so much time on the marketing and failed. So I'm just, I'm just like destroyed, right? I'm just like, this is the end. So I remember walking outside and I was like, I was just cursing. I was just so pissed. And I was like sitting down these steps and I just had my own moment to myself of like another thing failed, you know, like another tragic event online where we couldn't sell this thing. <laughs> and I, I got up, I remember I got up, I went back inside and like the air was just sucked out of the room. Like everyone knew what happened. And I remember I go over to my computer and I'm like, let me try one more thing. And I click on the refresh button on the sales dashboard inside of ClickFunnels. And right when I click it, we had our first sale refresh for $7.97. And it blew, I went crazy. I went nuts. Like someone actually paid us $797 for this product. And I remember I was so obsessed at that moment at the possibility and the potential of what online marketing can do, especially mm -hmm. in the form of like what an effective sales funnel and an effective message and an effective offer can do that I went, walked in the next day and I quit. And I, I, I left my job. It was the scariest moment, scariest decision. Like anyone that says it's easy is full of it. It's not right away. Like, like from, from stability to risk is a scary thing. But I knew yes. it was the right move. Because I knew, I knew that the worst thing that could happen, right, is like I just go back and you're back at where you were. But like if you don't take that leap forward, you're never going to know your, your true potential and what you're really capable of, you know? And I feel like a lot of people don't make that leap because they're scared and they have this fear of like, of this unknown of what's going to happen if it doesn't work out. And I always tell people, it's the same thing. Just go back doing what you were doing originally and you'll be okay. Mm -hmm. If I make this leap and a year, year goes by and I studied under Mike Dillard, one of my, one of my ment I call him my mentor and Russell Brunson and, and Dean and Frank Kern and, and Dan Kennedy and, and all the greats basically. And I just absorbed all of their content. When I felt like I was ready, I just started marketing my services. Let me help you build your business. Let me, let me come from this place of servitude and help you. And next thing you know, project rolled into client, client rolled into repeat business. And I, I got to build an agency off of that. And that is kind of how I started out on my journey just a couple of years ago. Absolutely. Awesome. Like in short years, that was like, I remember this incident happened like two, three years ago, right? Like you jumped yeah. into this space in yeah. short in short period of time where most of entrepreneurs it takes them like maybe tens of years to build one successful businesses or business what was the drive or what was the qualities that you had that really made you take that leap of faith or to sure. achieve what you that what you have achieved yeah so like I said, I would consider myself an entrepreneur. Like I failed so many times. I was always, I've always been working on something. Even if I'm working for someone, I'm still working on something. I'm moonlighting it. I'm side hustling it, whatever it is. So I failed for five years straight before I ever had something worthwhile. And it's the same. Look, there's no secret hack. There's no, there's no shortcut. There's no like that, that none of that exists. The, 
the number one way to find success is straight up persistence. And mm. you have to be a little maniacal and you have to be, you have to be a little crazy at what you do and, and, and just beat it dead until it's successful. And too many times people are jumping from idea to idea, from business to business, and nothing's working out because they're not giving it enough time to actually propagate and, and, and form into something that could have been something amazing. So my biggest thing of what, what, like, people might look at me and be like, oh, you got lucky, like, you just, whatever, it just worked. It's mm -hmm. like, yeah, but I ate shit for five years straight prior to that moment that no one gets to see, right? No one, you don't, you only see the win. Right? You, don't, you don't see the losses. You just see the wins and you're praised on your wins. But for as many wins as I have, I would probably have like, for as many massive wins I have, I have like five times as many losses, right? But I don't, I don't dwell on the losses. I just focus on winning more and more and more. I let everyone else do all my losses for me and tell me you failed or whatever. That's cool. I don't care about that. But like the one, the one trait, the one characteristic, the one quality that you have to have in this space as an entre entrepreneur is one, you have to be able to guard your confidence. Like you have to be able to keep that close to you. Don't let anyone derail you. And, and you also have to be able to have the persistence to keep pushing forward in the most tough times. You have to have that resilience to keep pushing forward. Because if not, like this is not the, the career you're going to want to have. Did you have a coach or a mentor to help you through this period? No, I, I, I just kind of put it all on my own shoulders to figure it out. I think coaches and mentors, it is absolutely a, an amazing thing to have. But during those phases, I just figured I was broke. Look, I couldn't pay anything. I couldn't afford anything. I couldn't, I couldn't hire anything. The, what I had was time, right? Because remember, I just left a job, right? Yeah. So my value that I had was time. So instead of buying the expertise, I was able to learn it through time. Now, as you grow as an entrepreneur, right, your job shifts from this, like doing everything to paying people and paying assets to come in. Yeah. And your job is to be the conductor now. No longer are you sitting on row four with the saxophone, right? You're now, yeah. you're now conducting the choir. And in the beginning, right, like you don't really have that. You don't really have the, the resources to just buy it on. And I wouldn't even recommend it right away. Too many entrepreneurs are green as hell in the beginning. And even if you go get money, like you spend it carelessly because you really don't know what you're doing, right? Most people just, you really don't have a clue what you're doing in the beginning. You're kind of, kind of feeling your way through exactly. the dark. So knowing that I was like, let me just take what the resource I have right now, which is time. And let me just go try and learn all this stuff. And that would be a great piece of advice I'd give to anyone in the beginning. You need to go learn it yourself because not only do you need to, not only do you probably not have the resources right away, but you need to be able to teach that one day to people that you bring on to replace that role in your business. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. Blake, since now ClickFunnels is just, you know, spreading like crazy everywhere and everybody just want to have, you know, because what they're saying is that you're just one funnel away from becoming a millionaire. Everybody is thinking that way. Is, is it true that if you just build a funnel, then you can make millions of dollars. What tip can you give to entrepreneurs, starting people in the click funnel space, or let's say in the sales funnels, what tip can you give them to launch the $1 million funnel? Sure. So my first advice is stop looking at it. Like you got to crawl before you walk. You got to walk before you run, right? The whole, you're only one funnel away is true, right? There's nothing misleading about that. You are one funnel away. The question is, is when is that funnel going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. Because 
it's not just the funnel, right? There's a thousand other variables that all have to line up for you to have success online. You have to make sure you're dialed in on your message. You have to make sure you know who you're talking to. You have to make sure the market conditions are right. You have to make sure you have the offer that people want. You have to make sure your traffic sources are in place. Like every piece of the puzzle makes sense. And then your funnel has to, has to be on point, right? And I think a lot of people, especially me too, look, I get, I get how it works, right? I came into this space and I thought if I build a funnel, I make a lot of money. And you quickly realize that's not the case. Actually, most people are failing right now with their funnels. Like the majority of people that have funnels are failing. And the result is, is because they're failing to learn the frameworks and the science behind what it takes to market online effectively in order to have that one funnel away. So my best piece of advice I could give people is stop looking at it as this like superficial one funnel away from making a million dollars. Like, is it true? Yes. Are you going to do it your first time? Probably not. Mm -hmm. You have to go and learn what it takes to become a good marketer and understand what it takes to become good at sales. Because if you don't become good at sales or good at marketing, you're never going to have that one funnel. Like even if you got lucky, like, and you made sales, what are you going to do next to make sure that sales keep coming in? There is no way around it inside of this space other than to learn the frameworks of successful online marketing, campaign building, and salesmanship. And without that, honestly, you don't stand a chance. But if you do take the time to learn that stuff, you have a good shot at, at launching something to someone that provides value and in return puts money in your bank account. Phenomenal. Absolutely awesome. If I ask you if you had or if you've made a mistake before what was that mistake or what what mistakes can you tell entrepreneurs to avoid in their journey sure. yeah so i've made i make a ton of mistakes every day every entrepreneur out there i don't care who you are i don't care if you're the bottom of the barrel i don't care if you're jeff bezos we we all make mistakes every day we're all still feeling our way through the dark on uncharted territory because look as entrepreneurs what we're doing we're pioneers right we're paving the the path that's never been paved before. So we make mistakes every day. You just don't hear about them, right? You hear about the wins. Yeah. You hear about the result from those mistakes. So the one mistake I would say, like the one mistake I made online is that tactical mistake is I would focus on the funnel first and it's backwards thinking. You need to focus on the mess. You need to understand who you're selling to and then you need mm -hmm. to focus on the message you're going to create for them. And then you have to make sure that that offer can fulfill on the message you just created. And then you can focus on the funnel. And I remember I did it backwards because backwards was always more fun. It was easier. Everything I just named is the hard part that sucks. Everything opposite of that is the easy part, but it will never put money in your bank account. It will never make you successful. And that was a big mistake I learned in, in, in the infancy stages. But just know like when you're going into this, you are going to make, I make, I probably made five mistakes already before even getting into the office today on things I should have done differently. But as long as I keep moving and I learn mm -hmm. from those mistakes because entrepreneurship, like I said, is personal growth and you're growing, then it doesn't matter. You can make a million mistakes and your million and one, like your, your next thing that's a win could, all those, all those mistakes are worth it. And, and out of those mistakes comes something beautiful. And that's what you have to learn as an entrepreneur is that like, just know you're going to make a lot. And, and I make a lot every day. I've made, a, I make a lot every time I work on funnels and, and messages. And you just got to know and you just got to learn from them. And it's the ones that can learn from them are the ones that you can grow and evolve and eventually become better and better and better. It's when you keep making the same mistake over and over again that something's got to change. Have you ever felt that at a certain point that you want to quit? Because most of entrepreneurs or business owners, they will reach at a certain point where they feel that that's it. It's not working out. 
although they might be like 30 feet away from the gold, but they might just simply quit. So have you ever felt that at any point? And what did yeah. you do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've thought about quitting. Like anyone that says different is we think about quitting. Like when you first start out on any project I start working on, I instantly there's there's it's called this. Cre it's called the creative, the creative process. And it's basically this is awesome. This is tricky. This is OK. This is shit. I am shit. This is OK. And it's just this cycle you go through on everything you do where it's like, Something might sound great when you start and then you realize like, man, this kind of sucks right now. And then you have to get through that moment. So like, yeah, I've thought about quitting before. I always, when, at the moments when I'm, whether it's quitting on, I think about quitting as, as a career profession or think about quitting on a project, you always have to remember why you started. Because look, entrepreneurship, it's basically manic depression. It's like bipolar disorder. It's just, just <laughs> ups and downs and ups and downs. Absolutely. And it's, it's, it's this, like, we have, the, we have the best highs that anyone else can have, but we have the lowest of lows. And if you would put us on a graph with bipolar, it's probably very similar. And you just have to remember, like, when you're going through this, just, just realize it's, it's always going to be this peak and valley experience. It's going to be this pleasure and pain experience. It's, that's just how it is. They're next door neighbors. And it's going to be like that your whole journey. And you just got to remember why you started in the first place. And if, if you have a very strong reason of why you started, that's mostly always not geared around anything monetary value or, or financial, you will find a way to see things through. And if you don't find a way to see things through, it's because you didn't believe in it or it's just not working and you have to make pivots. Like, look, like winners quit. That's a fact. Like, like they say, don't quit. I don't believe in that. Winners quit because you don't want to, you don't want to put your time and effort into something that's just wrong. Like make a pivot, make a change and move on yeah. and, and gear your efforts towards something else. So yeah, I've thought about quitting, but at the end of the day, I always, I always refer back to why I started in the first place. And that always keeps me, you know, level-headed and on, on, on the path to victory. What would you say to starting or let's say young entrepreneurs who are looking at you, you know, as their role model, as someone who's successful, who has done it like in a short period of time, you've dealt with many amazing people in the, you know, in the business. Do you, what would you tell them? Do you have like currently, do you have struggles? Do you have your ups and downs? Like, because again, people are now looking at other people through their pictures on social media, through the wins. They, as you said, they totally forget the shit that was going behind and they just yeah. look at the good things. So would you tell them that like, are you a real person with struggles with, oh, yeah. uh, ups and downs. Oh, yeah. yeah, we all have problems. Like, like, look, social media, it's this perfect, social media is a place where a human being can control the perception that they want to convey to an audience, right? We all have struggles. We all have personal issues. We all have business issues each and every day. We all go through shit. So look, humans were a lot more alike than we are different. I always tell people, people this like consider yourself where you're at and just realize that there's millions of other people going through that same struggle whatever it is whatever it is they've been they they either they have have either been through it before or they haven't experienced yet but we're all the same like just because someone is a little further along in the process as you doesn't mean they didn't go through hell to get there 
So if you ever find yourself starting out and you want to quit and things are tough and things suck and, and you have personal issues and your friends think you're an idiot and your family is, is asking, what the hell are you doing? Trust me on this. We've all been through that. It's all about how you can overcome that and keep pushing forward. Like every day we all go through struggles. We all have them in our lives. You just don't hear about them. I'm not going to go on Facebook and talk about all my struggles constantly. Like I'll open up with vulnerabilities yeah. here and there because it builds rapport. Right. But at the end of the day, like there's so much that goes on behind closed doors with every entrepreneur, with every person on this planet that you just don't hear about. So if you ever find yourself and you're in a position and you're starting out and you're thinking, why is this happening to you? Or why, why do you think suck right now? I promise you, you are not alone. We all go through that. It's all about how you can overcome that. Awesome. I have a question that I've been thinking of lately a lot. Now, we, we are seeing a lot of people in the online space selling, you know, courses, coaching programs, products through funnels. And sometimes you feel that the idea of a funnel is becoming like, I don't want to say a scam, but like I've, I've been on the show with um, other guests and I was asking them, you know, about the number one advice, how to accelerate the success. And two of them told me to publish, publish, like Steve Larson, for example, he keeps telling you publish, publish, publish. Elena Cardone was saying promote, 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 because her reason was because not the best product that wins, it's the best known product that wins. So the more you publish, the more you reach people, regardless if you have a good or crappy product, the more product that is shown or that is, you know, there, out there, is the product that sells the most. Do you think that having a funnel with a crappy product, product is... I don't want to say an ethical thing, but what, how can you guarantee that we're not receiving crappy products through funnels? Because it's like everywhere. Everyone is using it, you know? I don't know yeah, if, if so, you understood my question uh, correctly. Yeah, um, I think most people, I think most people do not put effort into making amazing products. And I think there's a big reason behind that, right? Like, look, um, especially in the course world, like maybe five to 10% of people actually finish your content, right? So no matter if you put all of this effort and time into making something amazing, or if you don't, right? Most people will never get through your content. It's just how it is. It's an unfortunate thing, right? Like it's just, that's the world we live in, right? Where people are excited for the sales message. And then when it comes time to executing, they just don't put the work in that needs to be done, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like as a result, marketers and people selling products and services, there's two sides to it. Either A, they're not aware of what makes a good product, right? They just don't know what really makes a good product and they think it's good and it might not even be that good and it's like whatever. Or B, they don't focus on the product or the fulfillment that much because of knowing that most people will never consume it and they put all of their effort on the actual marketing of it because it's the marketing that's gonna put the, the dollars in your bank account, right? Like the marketing side of it, the campaign, that's what's going to create the noise. That's what, what's going to get people to pay attention. That's what's going to get people to pull out their credit cards and pay for whatever it is you're offering. There's always two sides to it. I firmly believe in making an amazing product. Honestly, I don't really think people even understand what makes a good product from a bad product to yeah. that extent, right? I don't think they know the difference yet, right? Like what's a good course from a bad course? It's like, did you get a result? Well, 
I mean, what percent of people are actually going through the contents? Very few, right? And you don't blame the course creator. You blame yourself. It's like, ah, I didn't, I didn't finish the yeah. course. I don't even know if it, if it works or not, right? I can't even blame the marketer, right? So there's, there's always two ways to look at it. I firmly believe in making amazing products, right? A lot of people would look at me and think I'm an idiot because marketers know that, that most people will never get through that product. And if, you fo if, I focused, if I focused half the time I did on building the product on the marketing, I would probably make a lot more money. But the thing is, at the end of the day, it's the product that creates the viral effect. But you need people to talk about your props and services. That's what creates, that's publishing yeah. on itself. And it's this passive publishing model where you're basically creating foot soldiers that talk about you and your products because they're so good without you doing anything. Like, like if I had my, my, the iPhone, right? Like mm -hmm. people talk about it. Like we market it more than they have to market it now because it's such an amazing product. So I firmly believe True. in having amazing products and services on top of amazing marketing. You need both. And I think a lot of people pick one or the other. Yeah. I agree. Absolutely. Uh, you got the chance to work with some of the most amazing people in the market. You've worked with Dean Graziosi, uh, with, um, what's his name? Kevin Harrington uh, from the Shark Tank. And how did you get to choose your customers? Not your customers, your, your, yeah. Like, how do you choose your customers working with such amazing people? And notice that most of entrepreneurs always serve the wrong people they don't know who they are serving and they don't understand that they can pick or choose who they want to work with so how did you get to work with these people so yeah so kevin harrington dear friend of mine awesome rock star entrepreneur i was actually contacted by a good friend of mine named mark dear friend of mine too awesome they are i mean one thing about that organization they are just absolutely amazing on what they do they're just full of amazing people all rock stars, Brian Harrington, Kevin's son, absolute rock star too. They just have all these amazing people. I was actually contacted by them. They saw what I was doing. They, they just wanted me to come meet Kevin. And I just, I drove down to St. Pete. He lived, or he lives in Clearwater, which is about two hours from where I live. I live here in Orlando and he just wanted to have breakfast with me. And he wanted to talk. He was launching, he had a, a book coming out called key person of influence. And he wanted someone to design the campaign and the funnel and all that stuff for him. And we formed a partnership and I did that for him and the rest is history. And it's just, I've been able to form these amazing relationships with people because if you just duck your head and stay focused and become really good at what you do, people are going to hear about it, right? You don't have to be the one that's thirsty and like always self-promoting yourself, like, you know, like constantly self-promoting. I mean, th that's good. Don't get me wrong. You want to do that. But when I see people doing that all the time, it, it, it's kind of like, it, it shows me that you're not busy, right? Because it's mm -hmm. like, you have all this time to let people know that you're open for business and you have, you, you know, you can do this, you can do that. It's like, the busy ones aren't really doing that. They're just ducking their head and they're staying focused, right? So it's like, I've, I've always just been very hardcore on like, try to become the best at what you do. Like, like it's as cliche as that sounds. It's like, as like unoriginal as that sounds. If you become really good at something, People are going to hear about it because people want to work with the best. You want, yeah. you want A players, right? Like, will you settle for B? Maybe. Do you want C? No. You want to work with whoever the best is at something you're trying to do because ultimately at the end of the day, as entrepreneurs, we're all trying to build something amazing, right? And, and to build something amazing, you have to work with amazing people. You need amazing talent. So if you focus, whatever it is that you're doing, I don't, if it's chat bots or, or Facebook ads or selling 
fish bowls, whatever it is that you're doing, just become the best at it. And people will hear about it through the grapevine and they'll contact you and they're going to want to work with you if there's synergies and there's a synergistic effect that aligns and it can help them, which can help you. You're going to form awesome partnerships and relationships with people. So I never like, I never went to go find these people. I never went to go like, how can I get a meeting with Kevin Harrington or, or, or hopefully mm-hmm. one day, how can I like, how can I form a better relationship with Mike Dillard and, 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 and do amazing things with him in the future and, and all these people. Like I, I never looked for that. Like we just find each other because when you have people that are really good at what they do, they somehow just, there's this magnetizing effect that happens and you just find each other. And that's kind of how I form my relationships. I've, I've just been staying focused on what I do. And then I always, I always come from a place of servitude. I never come from a place of how can I take from you? I always come from a place of how can I help you? Cause my job is to help you. My job is not to take from you my jobs to help you and if I can help you and show you my skill set and I, I believe in it and I know how good it is then I know that you're going to want more value from me in the future in some way or another awesome you have a group on Facebook it's the freedom fighters right yes why did you come up with that term like freedom fighters what are you teaching your students there Yeah. So the freedom fighters concept was born about three years ago. It was back at my nine to five when I walked out and I quit the next day. Not many people know it, but the moment I came back in and I hit that refresh button and we had our first sale for seven 97, it was the first time in my life. I actually felt free. I was like, Mm. I felt like I could do anything. Right. And like, look like $797 is in no way, shape or form any remotely even close to any type of freedom. Like financial, it, it, zero, not even close. But I, but it was at that moment. It was at those four seconds of my brain just realizing what happened. I actually felt free because it wasn't the amount of money; it was the potential of what could happen in digital marketing. What you can really generate inside of this space. And the Freedom Fighters concept was born at that moment. I wasn't aware of it then. Like I wasn't like fully aware. But I knew when I started the group, it was back to that story. The Freedom Fighters is a concept straight up out of we're all trying to achieve freedom i ask people this all the time like what's your definition of freedom and i usually get the same answer every single time and it's this this concept this group of you're either every single day when you wake up you're fighting for your freedom whatever it is maybe it's financial Mm -hmm. maybe you want maybe you want more vacation time with your family and friends maybe you never want to wake up to a nine to five you're fighting to not have to do what you're probably doing right You're, you're on some mission and then when you get that when you get that freedom you have to fight to keep it because every day someone's fighting to take it away from you. So you're always in this battle. You're always in this, in this fight to, to, to get freedom or to hang on to it. And my job and the part of the group is to show you what you need to be doing based on what stage you're at to constantly make sure that you have the life that you want. Absolutely. Awesome. Love that. In the previous episode, in the launching episode, I asked you about the number one advice and you told me uh, for entrepreneurs to take an imperfect action. What kind of advice, one last piece of advice you can give to starting entrepreneurs, to people who are passionate, who are curious, who wants to, you know, achieve and accelerate uh, their success in life. What is your last piece of advice for them? What can they do? Like if you can give someone one actionable point, task, whatever, for them to take away and implement immediately, whether it's, you know, a funnel, whether it's a, a mindset, what is one thing that they can 
do, implement immediately so that they can feel the difference in their business? Start building relationships. Start right now. Go find five people. That, go find 10 people and start forming a relationship with them. You have a skill set, whether you're aware of it or not. I don't know what it is. It could, be, it could be something as simple as picking up someone's dry cleaning. Who cares? Whatever it is. You have a car, you know how to drive. You can pick up someone's dry cleaning. Find a way to find 10 people right now and go and start building relationships with them in the form of servitude. How can you help them in their business? Okay. So go to the profiles, go on Facebook, go on whatever it is, write down 10 people's names, go and see what they're working on and see how you can fit yourself in the equation to provide value for what it is that they're working on without it being reciprocated for you. And just Mm -hmm. come from a place of, I want to help you and watch, watch what happens. Watch what happens when people when you do that to someone who needs help, who's looking for a little extra hand on something, watch how you can change your, your entire trajectory of where you're at just by forming relationships with the right people. And it's something you can do right now, absolutely free, requires zero cost. All it is is a little bit of your time. Take 30 minutes every day for the next two weeks and go start building relationships. Absolutely awesome. Thank you so much. It was really interesting. I loved everything about it. Blake, one more time, if people want to know more about you, more about Freedom Fighters, more about your mission, where can they go? Uh, do you have anything to tell your followers through the show? Yeah, so you know, you can go check me. Go check out the Facebook group. We'd love to have you in there. It's a rowdy bunch of people. They're, they're my online family. It's called Freedom Fighters Launch Your First Million Dollar Sales Funnel. Just a bunch of amazing, aspiring entrepreneurs each and every day working on their businesses, starting their businesses, growing their businesses. And we do it using sales funnels, offers, and messages and creating campaigns around them. And it's a bunch of awesome people and we'd love to have everyone in there. Thank you so much. And uh, guys, I'm sure that you have had a lot of things to maybe write down and to take and implement immediately. I personally learned so many things in this com- from this conversation. Like, thank you so much for being here in the show. I hope that... I will get to meet you in person and to show you how much of a fan I am. And uh, I hope that one day we will meet and talk more in person. Are you going to be in Funnel um, Hacking Live next year? Yeah, I'll be there. Okay, I want to say that I am going to be there, but (laughs) I have to convince my husband to get a (laughs) ticket for me and to fly there. But it's one of my absolutely, it's in my bucket list. I have to be there next year and get to meet you all. Thank you so much one more time for being here in the show. It was a pleasure having you. Have a wonderful day and speak to you soon. Thanks for having me. The pleasure is all mine. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you liked today's episode, would you please take a minute to rate and review my show? That would mean the world to me. And let me know if you have any questions in mind or something that you're struggling with so I can cover in future episodes. And don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out. Let's accelerate your success together. And remember, success is not an accident. Success is a choice. See you next time.